In our relationship with the Holy Spirit, how would we rate the strength and presence of the Holy Spirit in our life on a scale from zero to seven? Seven being you're walking arm in arm with Jesus literally every day. You're in the Word daily, you're praying, you're talking to God throughout the day, and there is total and complete friendship with you and the Holy Spirit. Now, first, let me start by saying I know Jesus would never do what I'm about to create as a hypothetical proposition. This is completely hypothetical, but I think it will help to prove what I'm trying to prove here in our relationship with the Holy Spirit. So, let's imagine for a moment that you and Jesus are friends. You've been friends for a while. All of a sudden, he shoots you a text and he says, hey, do you want to grab coffee? You say, sure, let's do it. We'll go to Starbucks. We'll go hang out. Fine. You set the date. The date comes. You get there. When you guys sit down, you guys have your coffee. But Jesus is looking a little bit I don't know, melancholy. He doesn't look like his normal happy self, the guy that, you know, the, the friend that you've been hanging out with for a while. You kind of get to know who he is and his personality, kind of his ups and his downs. But today he looks a little bit off, and you can't really put your finger on what it is. Something just doesn't feel like it normally does. So Jesus comes to you while you're having coffee, and he says, You know, Sally, you haven't really been tithing or giving money to the needy. You just aren't really around much for me anymore. I text you, I call you, I shoot you an IG message, but you don't respond. Maybe you give me a like every once in a while, but... You know, I miss the phone calls we used to have where we used to chat and tell each other how things were going, tell each other our ups and our downs and lean into one another. But he says, you're always busy with work. I see that you're on social media, but we're not talking there. It just seems like you don't really want to have time for me anymore. And so Jesus leans in and he says, I think I'm just ready to move on. I don't think our friendship is where it used to be. And I don't know if we can ever get back there again. Could you even imagine if Jesus, the King of Kings and Lord of Lords, actually broke up with you because you were never there for him? Because I was never there for him when he asked me to be there. What if Jesus actually broke up with us because we weren't his friend anymore? Could you even comprehend how devastated you'd be? Actually, I think the, uh, the other question would be, would we even notice that he wasn't there anymore? Have we been so caught up in our social media and our our work and our families and doing our hobbies and going and hanging out at the bars and going to Vegas? What if because of all that, 
we forgot about our relationship with the God and our Savior. That Jesus Christ was so wounded by our misaction or inaction that he just didn't even feel connected to you anymore to the point where he decided to break it off and just to move on. What would we normally do if you just didn't want to hang out with somebody anymore? Jesus could have just hidden your Facebook page so he didn't see your stuff. He could have... So then he didn't have to see that you just weren't spending enough time with him. I think we we often tell ourselves yeah, I'm I'm saved. But I don't really need to make time for him. I mean, he's there. He he died on the cross and I'm so grateful for that and I believe in Jesus Christ that he rose again. But I'm just not that interested in having a relationship with him. I think we, when we tell ourselves that we're saved and we say, I believe, we really don't think we need to make time for prayer or reading our Bible or spending time alone in the quiet just talking to Him. And the more and more we see church culture influenced by worldly culture, More and more people, I think, are believing that once you believe in Jesus, all they have to do is love their neighbor and love God, and you're good to go. But I don't think that's right. I don't think that's what Jesus called us to. I think he calls us to something so much more. The first step, yes, is having faith and saying, I believe. But the second component takes action. You have to proactively be in a relationship with Jesus. And not just say that you love him, but you got to love him by being there like a father is there for his kids. A father can't just say, yes, I love you, but never be around. A child doesn't feel that type of love. It can't experience that type of love if the dad's not there. You have to be there. You have to be present. You have to be in it. You have to be invested. You have to focus on really what is important. And spending time with your children as a father is important. Just like spending time in relationship with Jesus is important. And when we don't do that, we wound the Holy Spirit. And it's up to us to get back and make it right. So, quickly, going back to when we ranked the relationship. So when you ranked your relationship, how did you think you were doing? Now compare that to how you think you're doing now. And if we go back to the hypothetical, because again, I know this would never happen, but, but I know it's helping me teach a good Holy Spirit nugget here. So stay with me. When you ranked your relationship with the Holy Spirit, 
and now you're thinking about how it looks now. What if your relationship you thought was really a five is really a zero? What if you were talking a big talks thinking that you are actually friends with this person, but Jesus didn't think that? He was waiting for your action, and through your inaction, he didn't feel like you had time for him anymore. Are you really walking with the Holy Spirit? Or are you already past the breakup stage, but you didn't even notice he was gone? Hmm. You know, we often get so caught up in just social media. These algorithms that make sure that they put certain things in front of you to test out what you like, and then when they find out what you like, they keep throwing more of what you like, and they keep you in there, and they throw that hook out there, and the moment you open that Instagram, boom, fish on. They know they got you. And in that time, you could have spent for, man, sometimes it's 10, 15, sometimes 30 minutes go by, and you realize you've been on social media. Dang, man. But were we so convinced that we were walking with Jesus that we completely forgot to spend time with him? And so he, now his, his, our salvation is always secure. But that feeling of the presence of the Holy Spirit, that does ebb and flow depending on how we treat the Holy Spirit. But in those moments where you don't really feel the presence anymore, are we even paying that close enough attention? Do we even have that much awareness of ourself that when we stop feeling the presence of the Holy Spirit, we're able to be aware that it, the presence no longer feels there and then give us that angst to get that feeling back at all costs? Or have we been so distracted in that 30 minutes we spent on IG or FB and all of a sudden we've been inundated with what the world wants to tell us and it's telling it loud and it's telling it fast and it's telling you all the things you want to hear to get you fired up to get you pissed, to get you hooked on looking at another girl, to get you thinking that your life's not as good as this person's life, that this person makes more money than you do, this person lives in a more beautiful place, and oh man, I would love to travel to, uh, oh man, I would love to travel to New Zealand, I'd love to go to Africa, you want to go on an Alaskan kayaking trip, something's in there that's going to hook you. And instead of being quiet and present in the moment and being silent so you can hear the whisper of God's voice, we chose to be inundated with what the world had to say instead of listening to our Jesus Christ. Hmm, it's a troubling thought. It's a sobering thought. Thank God it wouldn't happen. But it really makes you think about how we treat our relationship with the Holy Spirit. At least I hope it does. 
the Holy Spirit, once we accept Jesus into our life, never leaves us because it says that the, nothing ever could separate you from the love of Jesus Christ. As long as you are holding on to that cross and you believe Jesus died and rose again and he is the Son of God, you're good to go. You are going to go to heaven. But that doesn't mean we get to set Jesus aside when we're no longer finding him useful. Our body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. And as the temple that is housing the most powerful thing we have from God, we have to be stewards of that relationship. We may already be feeling like the Spirit of God and the presence of the Holy Spirit is no longer with us. I hope if that is what your answer is today, that you would find a way to get right with the Holy Spirit. Say, Father God, Holy Spirit, I am so sorry for my behavior. I am so sorry for my thoughts. I am so sorry for my actions. I love you and I am sorry that I messed up. I need you in my life and I am willing to do anything to make that happen. I renounce these sins in the name of Jesus Christ. And in the name of the God of heaven's armies, I banish these things from my life. And Lord, if it would be your will, please let me feel your presence again. Grant me the gift of the Holy Spirit. Bring back your presence in my life so that I can work on being a better friend to you. In Jesus' name I pray. And in Jesus' name, we have to say those prayers to renounce, to banish, and to ask forgiveness for the things that we've done that have wounded the Holy Spirit. We realize that we messed up. We fucked up big time. We're ready to own it. We're aware of it. And we're going to do the best that we can to make sure that it doesn't happen again. But if it does, I'll be back down here on my knees hands clasped together, saying these same prayers as long as it takes to make sure I can still feel your presence with me. Our Father, who is in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, Forgive us our debts as we forgive those who have debts against us. Lead us not into temptation. Deliver us from the evil one. For yours is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever and ever. Your name be praised. The Lord of heaven's armies, the King of glory, Yahweh. Amen.